So we got a lot of topics to cover in this episode. <laughs> what the, Is this we, the episode? We have one, one topic to cover. Well, we? I feel like there's multiple topics floating out there unresolved. Well, float one out there at a time. How about that? Okay. How did last night's Jumblinator selection go over? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. (laughs) Okay, where should I start? Like, there's three different perspectives going on. So, where do I start? Um, what would it's just your preference, it doesn't matter. Well, pick so one. The there's, three peop- there's three are, people in the home. Okay, pick one because I have three distinct right, preferences well, or not preferences. What am I talking about? Three, uh, three points point of views. view, you know, one for yeah. each person in the home. Correct. Correct. So, let's start. Well, we'll start with yours. Very simple movie, very simple story, told in a fucked up way. That's it. Okay. Now, how about your daughter? She said, what the fuck? Six times. Okay. Which is more than I thought she would say, because she tends to play it cool. Like, the refrigerator jerking out and careening towards the, like cracked out mother in requiem for a dream right that that did not upset her at all and i kept jumping like oh my god jesus you know right every time it because it's so upsetting she's like why are you doing that (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) you know the things going on in last night's movie she'd be like I guess because it's so like, oh God, so slow or something. Right. And then there's moments of, you know, she'd be like, what the fuck? Like at least six times, Brad. And now she likes to play it cool and be like, I don't say what the fuck, you know? It's like, all right, that was weird. And she said, what the fuck? (laughs) At least (laughs) six times. So, long story short, I think she kind of loved it. All right. I think she kind of loved it. Cool. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. All right. Now, how about the third member of your household? Okay. (laughs) There's things cracking, like in my skull area, (laughs) which I guess is something that can happen because your skull is like tectonic plates, right? It's not one piece. Yeah, they move around. <laughs> they move around a little bit, you know? And it's like, if there's one thing you would hope 
would just like stay the fuck put. <laughs> it would be your skull, you know? Yeah, yeah. Can't your can't your skull stay the fuck put and not slide around and jig and jaw all over the place, you know? sliding back and forth against each other, like causing little mind earthquakes. It's like, no, I don't want that. Please stay the fuck, but why is it in separate pieces? Can it just be one piece? You seem very flippant about it. I don't know, man. This is multiple pieces. I, I, I too have succumbed to the mind earthquake from time to time. I just want your opinion. Be better if it was one piece. I think you're okay. right. Okay, okay, there we go. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, that's nice. Yeah, one nice piece, just a rounded, just full yeah, shiny. piece. Yeah, shiny Let's shine no, that fucker. No little cracks or crevices, you know, just one piece, like a helmet. You gonna argue with this? No. I think the helmet, the brain Helmet's helmet, skull. is a good, good way to think of it. It's how it should be. Why isn't it, though? There must be a reason. I mean, it's evolutionary biology. I don't know, though. What's what's the advantage? Well, I think it probably started as multiple pieces way back billions of years ago. And slowly had to form a skull. That's my theory. That's just my guess. Not even a theory. It's just a like weird a, like out a guess. Little, like a little lizard fish crawled out of the water and it's like they developed like one tiny little piece of brain yeah. helmet. Or something it's that like, was like oh, a, you know, a You know what's better than one brain helmet? Two brain helmets. Yeah. Let's try to put them together. One on the left. Now we got two. One in the front. And it slowly grew together. Right. Okay. So that's your theory. It's just a a, a guess. Yeah. Yeah. And yet here we are with our tectonic brain plates. However many millions of years later. It's a strange world, man. That's all you got? It's a strange world, man? No, no, you seem to have all the answers. So tell them to me. I I don't think I have any answers, but, you know, I've made peace with the uh, multi-plated skull a while back. A couple months ago. You you want to talk about Alice? Um, Okay. (laughs) So that, that counts as your the reaction on on uh, last night's Dumblinator. I'm good with that. If you are, I mean, I am very curious how the story ends, but I understand some things are better maybe left unsaid. If that's your choice, uh, I mean, okay. Here's the thing. Yes, you yes. know the movie. Yes. I know the movie. Yes. Now, my daughter, you know, you might know her. Her name's Jules. She knows the movie. She knows it now. What? 
she knows it now. My wife, you might know her. her name's Leslie. Yes. I don't think she knows the movie. Don't think she's ever seen the movie. So. <sighs> and. I'm not trying to. Like throw shade around on anyone. You know. But last night. <laughs> when. <laughs> when the Jumblinator. Came up with. 38. And this is weird because the Jumblinator came up with 38 two nights in a row. Oh. Two 38s. Two Chalfonts. Yeah, exactly. Two Tremonts, two Chalfonts, two 38s. Two 38s. The second 38 being <laughs> the the five years in the making film in question. Right. So, uh, we, we had a day or two where, I'm sorry, got to be, we had a day or two where, uh, we were like, the Jumblinator was telling us what movies we were going to watch at like, 12.15 a.m., you know, because that's technically the next day. Right. You were so excited. You couldn't wait to right. find Let's out Let's just the next do one. it. Yeah, right. gotcha. But the excitement is the best part, you know? Right. You don't want just want to do it at, like, 12.01 a.m., because what are you going to do for the next, like, fuck, what, 12 hours plus, Jesus, 8 to 18 hours, like 19 hours. Like you're spending most of the day knowing what you're going to watch. And what's the excitement mm-hmm. in that? So you, right. you, you spend the 18 to 19 hours waiting for the jumblinator. Right, the anticipation. Yes. Because, like, there's a difference between the anticipation of we're going to watch this movie and what movie are we going to watch? Because let's face it, a lot of the movies on this list are like, I don't want to watch this movie. Like for instance, for instance, for instance, the good, the bad and the ugly, who wants to watch that movie? Nobody really, you know, well, how did it get on the list? Well, I put it on the list. That's how it got on the list. Right. Because it's one of the movies you just have to watch. I didn't put right. Easy Rider on the list, but gotcha, gonna, gotcha. as soon as we get off this call, I'm going to put it on the alternates because we're going to be here for a lot longer than we thought. You know, So I'm going to put Easy Rider on the list, even though I don't particularly want to watch that. In fact, I don't want to watch that ever again. I saw it once and it's like, okay, now I have seen it and that's good enough. This is sort of like, this is doing dual duty here. I'm sorry I said the word duty. What's duty? You know what duty is? Duty's nothing. But it's doing dual duty. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That wasn't even, (laughs) doing dual duty? Jesus. It's doing dual duty because it's giving my daughter, you might know her name's Jules a little bit of an education. Right. 
but also who gives a fuck about like in these times it does not matter education quote right. unquote education has taken on a different meaning i think it's when, the com- comfort is more important right now i think in some ways yes uh, i don't know if i would describe I mean, it as comfort that but might yes, not be the I, right word but it's not the right word but yes um, safety, um, even that's not the right word. It's not a big enough word, you know, but they have to feel loved and supported, you know? Yes. Rather than read these fucking books and do this homework. Right. Like right now, unfortunately... <laughs> God, unfortunately, our our children have been confronted with the worst the world has to, not even the worst the world has to offer, because we've been very spoiled. Yes. But a bad thing that the world has to offer. So our job as parents is to basically say, hey everything's going to be okay. And for now, at least, we're not lying. Yes. Which is why Eraserhead is such an important movie right now. It is an important movie. Because it deals with a parent's love for his child. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the opposite of that, but the nice takeaway is like, I, I see how they did it wrong and I can right. do it better. Yeah, you they know? yep. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have to like make the nice movie to teach a lesson. And also nobody should go around teaching lessons necessarily, but like the ethos of Eraserhead is like here's how to do it wrong and I will show it to you. Do it better than this. You know, otherwise yeah. All hell and will ensue. And it's damn entertaining in, as it delivers that. Fucking A it is, right? It's replete with mysteries. That's the thing. It's like, you know, <laughs> we're watching it. And, God, I had to, like, just hold my fucking tongue. Because I haven't watched this movie in a long time. Maybe 10 years, 15 years. Been a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But now now that I'm watching it as an old fuck, it's like I can see it all. It's a very simple, straightforward story. Oh, yes. But he he, he just, <laughs> like, if, if you wrote down the story, it'd be very simple. But, like, it's 90 minutes long. And it's like, okay, here is one very simple idea, and we're going to spend 15 to 20 minutes showing that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to do that in the most fucked up way imaginable. But the idea is not fucked up. The idea is very simple, and it's very universal. Anybody who's had a kid has experienced it. You know, or been in a relationship where you have combative parents or whatever, you know, it's very, it's humanity at its most basic, but the way (laughs) 
he shows it is what makes it art. The highest of arts. It's what elevates that movie from like, I fucking love, you know, Avengers, Infinity War, you know, Avengers Endgame. Love sure. that shit. Oh, yeah. Go, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. Please give me 50 of them and just inject them straight into my veins. But also, I know what they are. They're just a thing. Pew, pew, pew. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. The, the What elevates Eraserhead above those movies is, number one, the mysteries. And I would say, number two, the lessons behind the mysteries. There's no yeah. mystery or lessons behind mysteries in Avengers Endgame. Like, you get it. <laughs> Right. Oh, Th- Thanos wants to. <laughs> right. Okay. We get it. But that's not the point. You know, it's just a fun romp. Right. Well, it's also, I would say, something like Eraserhead is saying something about the state of the universe. It's saying something about the state of man. It's saying something also about the internal life of the person that made it. That's it's genius. It's because it's little deets and big picks. Same timesies. Because on one hand, it's about unwanted pregnancy. Now you have to live together. And on the other hand, it's about like broader ideas of like fidelity and. Just like uh, like colonialism, almost like Quaker values of you must marry a person if you have had intercourse, but we don't know if it's a baby, we don't know if it's his baby, but doesn't matter. We we don't want these like we don't want people looking down on us or whatever. Right. And also like authoritarian like matriarchal views of things because the father doesn't really give a fuck he's just like cut the chickens up and he's smiling the mother's super pissed yeah but it's just a story about like two kids getting pregnant out of wedlock mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> maybe well it's largely autobiographical if you ask me that's what makes it like third level super uncomfortable right Right. yes please explain to our (laughs) god he had because come on because come on he he went through that kind of situation if you remember so um well one he while he was he was working on this film before he started this film he had uh he 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 had his first child Jennifer Jennifer Lynch who was born with clubbed feet also a film director yes and um you know if you if you w- watch the art life the documentary on him you know he talks about I did not watch that I I have to check that out kind of how you know 
I'm trying, I can't remember the, all the details, but in essence, it was about like how, you know, he had this child and it kind of like screwed up his plans, right? And he had to go like get a job and stuff to support the family instead of working on his art. And, uh, you know, and I, and actually, uh, this may not quite fit into it, but an interesting other anecdote is how, um, his father, this was before he had his child, um, you know, this was earlier than that, uh, his father came to visit him, and uh, David was showing him some of his, what he called experiments, which were like dead birds, like decomposing in the basement and things like that, which he had collected. And he was driving his dad back to the airport, where his dad had to go home, and his dad said, David... I think it is very important that you never have children. And, uh, turned out his, uh, girlfriend was already pregnant. David just didn't know it. So there's definitely some pregnancy, child, child, uh, um, you know, issues going on there. So I'm sure Jennifer feels great knowing that that movie's about her. Right. <laughs> right. Super good dad. Dad of the year. Yep. So we've watched two David Lynch movies. Nice. Now, I don't think I would like to before we get because we got to wrap this up soon. Yeah. Um, I would like to go back through the movies we've seen that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. Okay. Just like light lightning round lightning style, round. like. Got it. All right. So what's the the Shining? Do you you know we watched that? I don't think I don't know if I knew, but okay, got it. Yeah, good choice. Right. She's like, she's like, pretty good. Okay, enjoyed it. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Wasn't that scary to her, but pretty good. Edge of Tomorrow. Sort of a little sigh. Yeah. This isn't like on the fifty best movies of ever. Right. But you know. Yeah, I, I, I never seen finished that one. it because I fell asleep. Right. I just wanted to watch it. Yeah, no I want to watch that too. Decent movie. She's like, fine. Natural Born Killers. I think we talked about we that one. We discussed that one, yep. Right. Poor Man's Pulp Fiction. Uh, Fifth Element? We, we about discussed that. that one. Well, I think you mentioned okay. that you were going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, we watched that. She's like, whatever. I liked it. It's a great... Chris Tucker's performance in that movie. It's good. Mm, chef kissy. How, but yeah, because we were, I was talking to my daughter. You might know her name's Jules, and it's like, how do you like? All right, this is how you're gonna behave. You're like an MC for the universe, you know? And you're like, right, okay, right. okay, everybody, you're gonna blah, blah, blah. how do you like coach someone to do it? They must have it inside them right. to be able to do it. Amazing, amazing performance. Anyway, whatever. Blue Velvet. I don't know that she thought it was, quote unquote, awesome, but she was wrapped. 
She enjoyed it, and the scene, oh my God, at the end where the detective is just standing there. Is yes. he dead? I don't know. The detective right standing arm. there. That's the F- moment. I mean, fuck, that's the moment, isn't it? Yeah. And she appreciated that moment very much. Good, <laughs> and good. As did I. And then his arm flaps out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> fuck. And then Frank comes, oh, Jesus. Anyway, she's like, holy fuck. Great. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. War movie, I would say she liked it a little more than maybe I thought she would. Okay. Like 50%, and maybe she liked it 57%. Okay, okay. Which is fine. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There's something about it. It must be a female thing. I'm not sure. That keeps it at 57 or that boosted it beyond 50? No, that keeps it at 57 because great right. movie. I only put two Kubrick movies on here. Right. You know? It's like I could have put fucking uh, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Any of his other ones. But to me, Full Metal Jacket, Leonard, fucking Leonard, you know? I like to travel the world, meet people from interesting and beautiful cultures, and kill them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's great. Great. Great shit. Source code, just because, again, like Edge of Tomorrow, seen that never one, finished it. But eh, it doesn't looks matter. Like it doesn't a matter. Fine movie. It's fine. It's fine. If you're bored, watch it. It's fine. Uh, Blade Runner. Okay. I've been wanting to rewatch that one for like the last 10 years. So. But you gotta be very careful. Very oh, careful. Oh, I know. You gotta watch Blade Runner Final Cut. Not right. Director's Cut. Yes. Not Original. You gotta watch Final Cut. Final Cut. Which was only released in 2007. Right. Yeah, I have not seen that. Final for sure. Cut. That's the only way to. If you watch Final Cut a couple of times, like go back and revisit the other ones, I guess, to see how fucked right. up it was before they made it right but whatever anyway um that one was like okay didn't it wasn't like as impactful as i w- would have hoped it would have been because like god damn it man. you're talking about your uh, daughter's reaction correct now. correct yes. that's it that's that's all i'm talking about my wife you might know her, her name's leslie she's had her whole life to watch these things so really my only lens is like either my own reviewing right. of these movies or my daughter's viewing of them. But anyway, Blade Runner, I would have hoped it would have been a little more impactful, but you know, it. I love it. I will never not love it. Fucking tears and rain, man, but I don't know. Could have done better. Anyway, uh, and then now here's one drive. She loved it. Hmm. Loved wow. it. He's a charming motherfucker. Yeah. And there's the horrible scenes, you know. Yeah, and it's more modern. I feel like something like Blade Runner. Like we can like it, but it's also for her, like us watching a movie from the. The 60s right. or the, the it's, 50s it's, even. We've talked about this. It's not the yeah. same. Yeah. She it's can not never the same. perceive it the way we can. But 
we watched The Godfather. She's like, that was good, right? Okay, whatever. And then after that, we watched uh, Amelie, The Shining, Edge Tomorrow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So like four or five movies down the line. Because part of our thing is like we have to reflect on the movie. It's not enough just to watch them. You got to reflect on them, talk about them, right? Right. So she's like, Godfather, awesome. All right. Maybe I should see this movie. I was like, are you (laughs) kidding me? And now that movie came out in 72. Yeah. So it's it's not just like anachronistic on we right right <laughs> or whatever right. you're describing like it's not you know, the only force acting it's not upon the a movie, only force but it's right. one of the forces it's acting one forces and, and you have force, to overcome it yes that force acts differently on us and do than you it know does why? on on her do you know why she's like godfather awesome but let's say uh the shining eh, okay do you know why uh enlighten me why the Godfather is a crime movie, mob movie, realistic movie. It's a period piece, Brad. Period piece. Oh, I gotcha. It's Godfather is a, a period f- piece. Fucking period piece. So it the shining is set in present. It escapes yeah. all of that. It all the trappings. That stuff. It does. The, 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 the gutterball's theory of period piece holds. Coming back to bite you right up in your period Very good. peace hole. Do you disagree? Um, what was that again? The Godfather is a period piece, and it comes back to bite you in your period piece hole. Um, well, I don't think if it's a period piece, it comes back to bite. Unless getting bitten in the period piece hole is a good thing. Yes, of course it's a good thing. Okay, yeah. Have bite you ever been my bitten? Period in, piece have hole, you ever Daddy? been bitten in your <laughs> period piece hole? I guess I have been. Now that you mention the it, the best time to be I just bitten didn't know in your if period. We were in the level of sharing about saying that we actually like that getting bitten, Brad, Brad, in that place. The best time to be bitten in your period, peace hole. I mean, is, you know, we're all home alone. There's not much else to do. Right. I'm. Just, if you haven't, now's the time. You will be rewarded mightily. Anyway, okay, after that. So Drive, she loved Drive very much. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, You know, the refrigerator puppeteer kept jumping out at me, and I kept... And I think it's because I knew it was coming, and and I kept jumping, like literally jumping out of my seat. Yeah. She's like, why are you jumping out of your... Didn't give a shit about that. But the needle in the arm and then getting the arm cut off and then the elect. Very upsetting. She's like, all right, that was a good movie. Yeah, I won't, I won't do drugs, Dad. Right. <laughs> right. Here, here's some <laughs> drugs. Would you like to do them? No, thank you. And then last night was Eraserhead. So we're all caught up here. And then right. tonight is uh, t- <laughs> Top Gun. Well, it's a, you know, that's that a was, nice change up. 
Yeah, it's a change-up. You have to watch you, well, you Top be, Gun. You're going to get ready for the sequel coming out whenever that's been rescheduled for coming out now. So they didn't. So they didn't release that. Like, why uh, wouldn't the movies just release them? Like streaming, everybody wants shit to yeah. watch. What, well, what else do they have to do? Release it. Release think, the taco. I mean, I say they should release the taco. I understand, like. They yeah, want people to, to come to the theaters, but, like, what do they know? They don't know shit. Right. Well, what I think they would need to do, I think, I mean, yeah, it's a money thing, you know? It's money. It's of a money game. Of course, it's a money thing, but it's like, can't they, uh... Well, like, uh, if they should it launch a quickly, launch, or put something on whatever, like, be like, okay, we're going to release these movies on Apple, where you can buy them, or rent, let's say rent them, but they're going to be... Fifty dollars to rent. Fifty, but like a pay-per-view boxing match. Yeah, back like in the day. Like you can watch the new Top Gun movie. You can see the new Black Widow movie. Whatever. It's fifty bucks. Would you sure. pay that much money? Um, for some movies, yeah. I mean, which, you end up paying ones? that much going to the theater anyway, or even more. So, like for like any, well, like for well, I'm you know, not, we mentioned you know, Marvel movies. You're, you're. They did you're that with the Black from, Widow movie. I'd do it. You're saying it from the perspective of the movie studios. I'm saying you, as a consumer. Yeah. It's no, like, that's what I'm hey, saying. As a consumer, hey, hey. I would pay that. Here's here's the new Black Widow movie. It costs $50 to rent for two days. Yeah. You're going to pay that? Well, I would because if I'd go to the theater oh, aren't with a you family just of like, four... Nancing around anyway. on your like ivory tower, just like shitting gold nuggets out of your ass. I'm aren't saying you? fifty dollars is not that off of a price of what I'd end up paying for it anyway. That's not <laughs> the only thing going on here, as we but, just discussed like two minutes ago. There's a psychological element to it where you're sitting around in your living room oh, and true. like Apple com- Apple TV or well, you don't use it. You use the smart right. app on your but TV. But it has an Apple whatever. TV right. app in my right. Samsung smart right. TV. And it's like rent for fifty ninety nine <laughs> right. for two days. And you're going to press that? How many times will you? Are you going to do that every night? Because guess what? I pay $4 every fucking night to watch these movies. If it was $50, I'm not paying. Yeah, I, I would certainly never wouldn't pay do that. it every night. I don't go out to the movies every night. I wouldn't night. do it once. I would n- not even do it once. Not until like eight months from now when we've all <laughs> realized that the world is very different. Then yeah. maybe I'll pay $50 <laughs> for like a whole like experience in my home but i'm not paying fifty dollars to rent a movie or even buy it but people do pay fifty dollars to buy a game video game yeah now granted there's a usually get a lot more hours out of that right like 100 hours of playtime or something or even more if it's some of these like online games you play it all day every day for years crazy not but, crazy, but yeah. I mean, I hear I what you're saying, and it, you're right. There's a psychological thing involved. For and then the reason I picked Black Widow is because that's like a built-in franchise. 
Right. No, I, I know. <coughs> that I'm a super fan of, so I'd go for that. If it was just like, let's say, the Top Gun sequel, that'd be a harder sell. I'd be like, well, I'll just wait. You know, like if they released, it's like, you know, with Black, it's almost like, it, like you know, Star Trek released it. Oh, it's new Star Trek thing, but it's 50 bucks. I'd be like, all right, I'll pay that. I'm not not going to watch a new Star Trek thing. Right. That'd be a weird world where <laughs> you don't watch a new Star Trek thing. Yeah. You got to be with it, you know? I know, I gotta stay with it. I don't wanna be don't wanna fall behind. For sure. Alright. So so this app's kinda a little long. So should we have a brief Alice <laughs> check-in? <laughs> With your serious little face. <laughs> <laughs> my mommy was talking to me about your serious little face. Oh my God. <laughs> oh we yeah, I was very funny. You're right, I was very oh, serious. That's, that is very true. Uh, and she was like, I wouldn't have recognized him. He's so... He's so serious. <laughs> oh, I've definitely lightened up with age, without a doubt. You Just have. I appreciate that. Whew. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll talk about the rest of the shit next time. Because you didn't even... I managed to, like, cut you off and interrupt you enough that we didn't have to talk about Alice that I'd never right. heard of. Well, the one thing... I, I do want to make one small statement about Alice. Make one small statement, then. Which is that today, at work... I say at work, it's... This is like a normal work. episode now, you know? You realize we're, that? We're getting there. Nah, it's, it's fine. At you know, work today... Had a uh, staff meeting with my team, and I ended up talking to them about Alice for about 25 minutes. So how they take to that? I don't. I think. Um, how Audrey like it? I think I tortured them. At one point, Audrey did stop me and said, "Brad, you're torturing them all. Please stop." You know, it's good to have her on your team because yep. she can be the, the one to be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes. Take it down. Because, you know, probably most of the other people wouldn't be comfortable talking to the boss man. Like, hey, hey. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. You know, she can do that. That's good. Well, <clears throat> Top Gun, I'm looking yep. forward to this because it's nice, you know, I put most of the 50 movies on there and they're mostly right. like mind fuckeries. Yes. And you can only take so many 
<laughs> mind fuckery. So you get a fuckery. classic military Cold War era homoerotic beach volleyball movie. Wonderful, you know. I I know you're fucking with me, but like I do have. Just so you know, I have. Uh, do I wait? Let me check. Let me make sure. I have this on Animal. I have Animal House on there. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Right. Had to go for a while to find it, but I do have Animal House on there. Uh, and then. Nice Donald God. Sutherland movie where the, where it features his bare ass as we've talked before. I hate it. A I certain genre of movie that bare ass old white man's bare asses, uh, like a Herzog movie. New Orleans. I mean, will uh, Dennis Hopper ever stop showing his ass? Probably. <laughs> 